Welcome to the Wine After Work podcast. This is your host, Bryce Batts. I'm a career coach, mom of two girls, former college cheerleader, and current encourager of women. I'm so grateful you're here. It's my mission to help women break through the glass ceiling, rise up, and step into their greatness. Now grab a glass of wine and settle in. Hey y'all, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. I did not do the podcast last week, just needed a week off and it was a wonderful week indeed. Time spent with family and friends and uh, just, you know, time away from the day to day, which was great. You guys are going to love the episode today with Kathy. Um, I enjoyed talking with her so much brought up a lot of old stuff for me when my parents got divorced. And if you've been through a divorce or have a friend who's going through it, um, I think you'll really enjoy this episode. Um, So yeah, Kathy is starting a new company called Shorten the Struggle, and it's to help single moms navigate anything from the divorce process to the new norm of single parenthood. She's a single mom of two children, and has raised them on her own for 11 years now. She knows the road to raising kids on your own can be quite challenging, and she hopes to help as many single moms as she can realize their strength, power, and ability to be their best self, not only for their children, but for themselves. She can identify with the struggles of a single mom as she herself struggled with navigating the process of divorce, finding work, finances, and trying to stay functioning for her children. It took her about seven years to get back on her feet. She feels if she had known where to find the right support, she could have shortened that struggle. She's currently working on her divorce coaching certification to help single moms navigate the divorce process, as well as provide support, insight, and encouragement to help them get back on their feet. How amazing does this sound? And I have a feeling you know someone who could use her help. So listen and share with a friend. Hey, Kathy, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Very excited to meet you and and talk to all these single mamas out there. Yeah, very nice to meet you. I'm so glad our friend Brooke connected us. I know we were all in the recruiting space and you have started a new business called Shorten the Struggle. So tell us about that. I have. Um, it is fairly new. I'm excited, though. I've been wanting to do this for, I mean, a, a decade, probably. Um, but basically, it's going to be centered around helping single moms navigate um, being a single mom. I mean, yeah. being a single parent is not for the faint of heart. And, and really, you need all the support you can get. So um, I am starting a, well, I'm about to, in March, I'll be done with a divorce certification, which will help me be able to talk to them about or help them through the process of divorce, um, as well as the afterwards, you know, just the new norm of being a single single parent. So, um, yeah, I'm excited. I mean, basically, I, you know, I'm just going to be helping them with all the things I wish I'd had help with. Yeah, I was <laughs> going to say, it sounds like this was uh, something personally that you went through yourself. And I said, it's close to my heart as well, because I, my parents divorced when I was in college. And I know, you know, things my mom has shared with me and it's not easy. And and I don't think it matters what ages your kids are, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to be just really tough. So you've got two kids. Is that right? 
I do. I have two kids. They're 17 and 18. Um, we actually separated when they were five and six. Um, wow. So it's been a long time. I've been on my own for a long time. Um, and their dad is here. Um, they don't really go. They don't, you know, at their ages, they do their own thing nowadays. Yeah. But, you know, um, it, you know, I did stay here so that they could grow up with or, or close to him. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was tough. I mean, the reason I've named it short in the struggle is because I, I feel like it took me, and of course, everyone's timeline is different and you can't really dictate that, but I feel like it took me a really long time to get back on my feet. And I think that, um, a lot of it was that I was trying to do everything by myself, Mm -hmm. um, which is never great. Um, but I just, I just didn't know how to navigate the whole process. Um, didn't really have a lot of support as far as people who understood what was going on. Um, you know, of course I have friends and I have family, but no one, unless you're really going through the process, you don't, don't know the emotional toll it takes. And, um, I am hoping that I can help women shorten the process. Um, you know, not that there's ever a finish, but from starting at divorce to, just starting to feel better and get their power back and their confidence back and, and just feel like, you know, that they've got this, they can do this. Um, because it just took me way too long. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, mean, you're a single mom raising two kids. And so basically you did that. We'll have been doing that for the past 11 years. And let's be real, no matter how old they get, they still rely on you. They still need their mom. I mean, maybe they're not living at home forever. Let's hope they're not. (laughs) That's my hope. I'm like, girls, (laughs) when you're 18, peace out. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Welcome back anytime, but not to live. Exactly. Oh gosh. So what all were you navigating? Were you working at the time? So I wasn't working. I had stayed home um, with my kids and that was one of the big issues. I mean, I literally had no career. I I had to start from scratch. Um, That was really difficult. I was, you know, when you get divorced, you have the, there's really like four divorces, the way I look at it. You have the legal part of it. You have the financial part of it. Um, you know, you have the emotional part of it and then the social part of it. Mm. And um, the financial piece of it was really tough for me because I, I didn't, I was so emotionally unwell. I'm not sure I could have held down a job. Um, I was doing everything I could to piece things together. I'd work for a friend. I, you know, just anything odd that I could come up with, but I just, I didn't have a career. So, um, that took me a good, I'm going to say it's 2016. Um, yeah, good five or six years to actually find a home, a career. Uh-huh. Home. Um, and that was, that's really, that's a bit, that's a, that's tough. Uh, so yeah, I, I hope that's another area that I really want to help women with. Um, you know, you and I've talked, I've, I've got the recruiting experience, so I'm trying, I hope that's something I can eventually help single moms do but um yeah I wasn't working um I um yeah I was just trying to to navigate that and that's part of it I didn't know I didn't know anything I I didn't financially I was a mess because also um and I don't know if other people have experienced this but I would use um shopping as a way to numb my pain emotions 
And so, and you know, to an extent, I still do. I, I do love shopping. I'm not going to lie, but I don't <laughs> don't really have the option to, you know, when it's a single parent, you don't have right. extra money lying around. So, um, you know, I would do, I would be, I would, I didn't have the money, but I would shop and even return. I mean, this was such a weird part of my life that I, I needed to get the you know, the dopamine hit, uh-huh. I would go shopping and then I knew I didn't have any money. So I would end up having to return what I even went and bought. And it was just so bizarre. I had two, I have two really good friends that I've grown up with. And one of them, I mean, you need these two types of friends. One of them was the friend that said, um, you know, something, you know, I think something's really wrong, you know, and it, you might need to get some help. And then you have the other friend that's like, oh, everything's great. And everything's <laughs> And, you know, you have those too. And yeah, one who's tell always tells you everything's great, everything's fine, looks at you and says, I think you have a problem. That's when you really know you have a problem. <laughs> that's the friend that really wouldn't say that to you. Right. So one of my friends told me that she's like, is this a, a disorder where you buy in return? And I was like, um, I think it might be, <laughs> but you don't even know what you're, you know, I was just trying to get any sort of a dopamine hit yeah you just wanted to feel good and I think you know people have so many vices I mean could be alcohol could be shopping could be scrolling social media I mean there's so many things Mm -hmm. and everybody just wants to feel good and you know loved and right yeah it makes sense and thank god for the friend who said you might have a problem (laughs) well and you know what's real interesting is the other i appreciate you sharing this too no no i'm going to share everything because it's so important and and i'd like to talk about the wine too because i you know that was a a bigger problem back then as well um and i have a friend who and this is where that segues my other friend who's the one who always tells you the truth about everything she said um i was talking to her and it was i was it was pre-divorce but i was you know miserable and i think i said something like i I don't know what I said, but she said, am I going to have to come up there and put you in a mental institute? And I said, what? I mean, I thought she was joking and she wasn't joking. She was like, you're not okay. And I was like, what? I mean, I didn't realize how bad I I was or how Mm. miserable I was. And so, you know, I kind of had to go through this whole process of, okay, either I'm going to be an alcoholic um, I'm going to end up in a mental institute, apparently, (laughs) according to my friend. Um, or I've got to get out. And so that's, you know, I opted, I opted to, to get out of the marriage and it was, um, so this really, was all pre-divorce. Yeah, this is pre-divorce. Okay. So this is where all the emotional stress and the, you know, I had a lot of that guilt and the shame and all the stuff that comes with divorce because it was a decision that I, that I made. Um, but I do but think good for what, you because you were so deeply unhappy, obviously. And I, you don't realize that sometimes until you're out of it. And I, and it really took those, those friends to, to knock some sense into me about a lot of things. So, um, but anyway, afterwards, the aftermath is just really hard. It's just emotionally, it's, it's so emotionally draining and you get clouded in all the other areas when, you know, that you can't, can't seem to navigate. And that's what I'm hoping to help someone with, because it really, um, it can tear you down and it can wear you out. Um, And there are lots of tools. There are lots of things that you can do to make it better if you know what those are and how to go about them. Um, well, and I've never heard anyone break it down into those four quadrants that you broke it down into. I mean, that made so much sense to me because really you're dealing with things on all of those levels. 
Uh, yeah, you lose friends, you know, your social network that you thought yeah. you had doesn't, isn't existent anymore. Um, you know, the emotional piece of it is just ridiculous, over, over, overwhelming. And then, of course, you've got the legal. You've got to get a team of to lawyers, and that's hard to navigate. And then, and then the finance. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot yeah. for one person to take on. Yeah. So that's why I'm hoping getting the certification will help me. Um, you know, really, a divorce coach is someone who kind of goes with you through the whole process and helps you with all of those areas, and that actually helps you find the people that can help you. That's so nice. Another, yeah, which is another piece of it. So it just makes it a lot easier. Um, but the goal is also to stay afterwards with whoever you're helping, um, you know, just to get them back on their feet, you mm. know, and all the other areas. So, yeah, that's what that's. Yeah, because a lot of times when that's happening, I mean, you're not well. So how are you going to take care of your finances? And you're then you're spending money on lawyers and you're trying to raise your kids in the day in and out of that. I mean, in itself, can right. be you really challenging. You're trying to be strong for your kids, but you all you want to do is curl up in fetal position and go back to bed. And, yep. you know, and then you've got to work <laughs> or find a career. <laughs> you know, like, now's a great time to find yeah, a job. This is perfect. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just uh, just too much for one person to do alone. Yeah, I know my mom worked, I think, three jobs when she and my dad divorced. She, she was trying to put my brother and myself through college and she did various things. And I mean, she kept it very hidden from us. I knew she worked a lot, but I'll tell you, I was a spoiled kid off in college. I had my little credit card and I maxed it out every month and I had no idea. She should have slapped me and said, this is how much money you have and this is why. And you know, but I just didn't know, you know, yeah. things come out later, but you know, you try to make the best decisions at the time right. for your kids, for yourself, for everybody. Right. And I did a lot of that too. I was so, um, the guilt was so huge and weighed on me so heavily that I would do really anything for my kids to make them happy. And that's uh-huh. not the best thing to do. <laughs> um, you know, eat, eat whatever you want to eat. Um, let's go do this or whatever I could do yeah. to keep them happy. And that's not really the best thing to do either, but, but also you got to do what you got to do. I mean, yeah. honestly, I mean, if it's, mac and cheese every night for a week if it's my they won't okay. die that's for not sure gonna die. yeah exactly <laughs> I mean leaving I would there would be dishes in the sink for days and days I didn't get to the laundry there's always laundry I didn't get to all the things because I didn't I, I couldn't I, I you know you want to be superwoman but you also have to take care of yourself and sometimes some of that stuff just has to go yeah. and that's you know the learning learning what is important what's not important you know not sweating the small stuff is tough because you're used to doing it all. But when you're a single parent, you've got to let a lot go. Mm-hmm. Um, so you learn that as you, you know, as you get exhausted and you can't handle all of it, <laughs> you learn what, what needs to go. Yeah. I mean, they say it takes a village and it, it seriously does. So did you have family close by to help you or friends or anybody? Because let's be real, even as a married person who's working, I know we need help all the time. Yeah, I did not. Um, I don't have family here. I'm, I'm in Alpharetta, um, suburb of Atlanta. So my mom is in South Georgia. Um, my sister is in Athens, um, which isn't too far away from, from me. Okay. So, um, you know, again, it was, unless you're going through it, you don't really know how to help. Yeah. Um, and. 
so not not as much as I would like to have had. Um, it would have been nice to be around more family for sure. But um, I mean, we made it through. I, I did talk to them as much as I could. I really didn't, honestly, for like two years, I didn't see anybody other than my mom, my sister, and uh, I talked to my two friends. I just, uh-huh. I really went into a hole and um, just to try to, just to try to figure out how to do this, like how, yeah. how to get the new norm going. So um yeah, that's kind of the other reason I'm doing this. There are people out there that that don't have the support that they need, you know, right. that's such a big piece of it. And I think you and I were talking earlier, I, I didn't even join support groups. I was so frazzled. I, I just knew that if I joined a support group, I I think I would just sit there and cry the whole time. And there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. But I just yeah. didn't know anyone up here to because I actually did end up moving um, a little ways from our, where we originally were. Um, so it was just like starting over and I, and the whole time I was also trying to heal and learn and learn as much as I could about me and why the marriage didn't work. Um, so I was doing things like I was, I learned that that was very codependent. So I started Mm -hmm. going to to CODA. Um, it's a, there's a 12 step program for people that are codependent. I started going to that. That was the first time I realized as soon as my open my mouth, all I would do is cry. <laughs> That's all I did. <laughs> and I just, I, I drove home after the first CODA meeting and I said, I, I just was like, I can't, I can't even talk. I couldn't even talk. Um, yeah. But it was, you know, sometimes you have to move through some of the things that scare you to get to the other yeah. side. And it was great that I did it. And it was, it opened up that whole thing. Like, okay, there is support out there. I can go do this. It's going to be hard. That's I mean, great. there's no way around it. It's just going to be hard. I, I'm going to cry. I'm going to do the ugly cry. I, yeah. But I'm not looking to to impress anybody. <laughs> no, and I mean, you're, you're healing and that was all part right. of it. You know, right. I feel like in so many circumstances, it's the guilt and shame that really make us want to hide. So how did you move past that? Was it therapy? Was it support groups? What did that look like? Um, it was a little bit of a lot of things. Um, I, and I talk openly about this too. I did um, get on medication, which I desperately needed to be on in order to put one foot in front of the other. Yeah. Um, you know, I had something to help me not cry all day long because I had to function. Um, right. And I had something to help me sleep at night. I mean, I, I really got, did what I needed to do to keep going. Um, so medication was part of it. Therapy was always a part of it. Um, and it took me a long, long time to find a really good therapist. And I mm-hmm. found the most amazing therapist and she literally would talk me off the ledge. And it, it was amazing. She was just one of those people that was like, you're going down the rabbit hole again. Do you hear you going down the rabbit hole? <laughs> but I didn't hear me going down yeah. And I remember walking in there and I sat down. I said, I'm crazy. I am really, truly crazy. Diagnose me. What is this? And she gave me a book. She pulled it off the shelf and it said, you are not crazy. That was the title <laughs> of the book, but it took her. Seems like she had been through that with uh, yes, clients before. But you feel like you're crazy. And so yeah. she was just amazing. And she just kept saying she, she, she was a huge part of it. Um, I finally joined um, some support groups. There's a lot of good ones here in um, Alpharetta through our church that we had. Uh, Andy Stanley Church, and then also another thing, the, all the CODA. I, I did. I went. I went really far back. I went to. I'm a child of an alcoholic. 
Um, I wanted to find out what parts of that I brought into the marriage, mm. you know, cause you want to be your next, the, your best self for the next relationship. Yeah. And that's really what I started to do. So <clears throat> I was going to adult children of alcoholics. I was going to Al-Anon. I mean, I went to every 12 step program. <laughs> yeah. I actually probably, what I tend to do is I do it all to, too much. And I would buy books, book after book, after book. I mean, uh, Wayne Dyer, Gabrielle Bernstein. Oh, I love all of them. Yeah. I mean, that was, if I could turn the camera, my whole bookshelf is <laughs> self-help, but that was podcasts. I mean, oh, oh yeah. gosh. and then from the podcast, I'd find out about someone else. And um, I mean that it was, it was, I was immersed in, uh-huh. in the healing and that's really why I didn't go out or see people other than the, these groups that I had finally joined after two years. Um, so yeah, it was just, it was constantly, and that can be exhausting too, because you're putting so much pressure on yourself to get better fast. And again, I do want to shorten the struggle. I do think it was seven years was a long time, but I didn't do uh, a lot of the things that I could have done earlier because I didn't know where to turn. Right. Um, but once I finally got on a good track, it was, yeah, therapy, medication, books, podcasts, um, groups. Yeah. You name it. I was doing it. And Still how are, it. yeah, <laughs> well, we're always growing, right? Right. And how are your kids now and how do they handle everything? You know, they were great. I, I mean, I, you, kids, everyone says kids. They were young. Kids. Yeah. They were really young. I, I don't really like to say that kids are resilient. It's like, well, we're, we're all resilient because we have to be. Um, <laughs> yeah. What, choice, you know, do we what have? choice do you have? I mean, you can't, I mean, I guess you don't have to be, you could literally just stop functioning, but I mean, that's just not reality. So um, they were okay. There were a lot of things that were tough on them. I mean, their dad remarried or it started dating pretty quickly and that was really hard. Um, for them so um, and I and sometimes I look back and you know I really didn't date um, so I think a lot of that was because I was feeling like I was needed to be so protective and stable you know that's the stable parent when they were going through all the stuff with their dad and his new wife and um, so I, I don't recommend not dating I do recommend taking time for yourself to heal yeah. and not looking for a, someone else to fill the void um, which I know a lot of people tend to do and that sometimes backfires and hurts even worse. But, um, I do think it's important to, to learn how to live alone and to learn how to love yourself first before you, you know, try to start inviting other people into that world. But yeah, they were, I mean, they had some struggles. They still do. I mean, it's, it's not easy being a kid going back and forth between homes and packing this and I I don't have this and you know it's a lot on a kid but they some kids handle it better than others um you know I but I it's it's just part of the process but they're great kids I mean they're really good kids and I will tell you this I we were one of those parents like I said I would do anything to make it easy on myself I Uh buy them whatever what you know when I was married so I kind of a good thing that <laughs> it's not a good thing you get divorced but one of the things that comes from it is that I couldn't give them those things anymore I couldn't right. provide like we provided when we were married and um and I can see that they could have gone down a different path of, of of entitlement and spoiled like you said maybe you know I don't know but they really understand what matters and what doesn't matter. And yeah. that is very important to me. They're both very kind. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they care about people They're you know, it's just a lot of good things came out of it. They're hard lessons to learn at such a right. young age. Um, but no, I'm very, I'm very proud of both of them. And we, we talk very openly and honest here. I mean, when they were young, I, I didn't say a lot then, um, uh-huh. but now, you know, the older they get and they ask questions, you know, I speak the truth and, and so does their dad. I mean, we're very like, we talk about everything, um, you know, so not hiding it is important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but when they're five and six, you got to hide a little bit. I mean, oh yeah. They're not yeah. ready for life's big, no. <laughs> big lessons. No, not at all. Not at that age. But it came with time. So yeah. Well, it sounds like they've got a great role model in you and that, you know, you worked really hard to, to get better and, you know, like you said, protect them and be the best mom you could for them. Yeah. I mean, that is, that was my goal. It's always been about them. I mean, and it, it's got to be about you too. I mean, me. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and I realized that, I mean, in the beginning, I didn't even know how, what self-care meant. I was like, I felt self-care meant going and getting you know, a pedicure. I mean, which is a form of self-care. Yeah, like it it's can not be. Like, right. But not like the true self-nurturing, like learning to love yourself and yes. you know, getting past all the childhood traumas that, you know, you experienced. And I mean, and that's, that's a lot of work too. I mean, that's hard. Oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, that's harder than the divorce. I think it's just, <laughs> digging yeah. that deep. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It is really, hard work. Yeah. But it's so worth it because on the other side, you come out on the other side so much lighter. And I don't know. I mean, I, I was one of those people that just, I was in such a bad place. I didn't like anybody. I didn't like people. I was just grumpy. I just, I, I remember seeing this sign at, I don't know, Hobby Lobby or something. And it said, happiness is a choice. And it made me so mad. I was like, are you freaking kidding me? If happiness was a choice, don't you think I'd be happy? I mean, I wanted to hit that picture. I remember I was so angry. And I was like, what does that even mean? I mean, I just, and then that was before, you know. That's it, I'm out of (laughs) here. I was before I started the whole healing process. And I was like, oh my gosh, I I do have a choice. I, I can do things to be happy for me and and not rely on anyone else to make me happy. Right. Um, but yeah, there was just so much I had to learn that I didn't know. I didn't know about boundaries. I didn't know what a boundary was. I, I, it just, it was amazing. The journey that I, I went on afterwards and all the things that I learned and I love it. I mean, and again, it's, you you know, we're going to be doing, I'll be working on this stuff forever, but it's, um, I like who I am a lot better now than the person I was Aww. when I was married. I didn't yeah. just really like who I was. And I was angry and kind of taking it out on the world. And um, that's not a good place to be. So the work that is so hard and will knock you on the ground. And I, honestly, I don't know how I still cry. I'm like, how, how are their tears even left? <laughs> but it's just, it's it, but it gets you to the other side, which is really, yeah. you know, that peaceful place that we're all looking for. I mean, not yeah. to say, your peace all the time but <laughs> I don't think anyone is it's a lot better yeah it is, it is a journey that's exactly the word I was thinking and then you said it I mean yeah yeah it's a journey it's a, it's and every journey to heal yeah mm-hmm. yeah journey to that's get what better. I want people to I hope that I can help people want to experience that healing journey so that they can get to the other side of it and be the best version of themselves you know as a as a parent as a, a friend, as a you know yeah. sibling, as a 
you know, have a, have a spouse one day that you can be great for, you know, it's yeah. not just because you're getting divorced, life isn't over. You've just got to go through some time to, to heal and get better. Yeah. Well, I think you're going to be such a blessing to other women who are going through this, who really desperately need your help, don't know where to start, you know, don't even know what direction to turn. So that is, that's the hope. I do have a lot of connections here in Atlanta. I've been here for a while and I've, trust me, I've exhausted everything I can because I'm a searcher and I, I'm always looking for, for help. <laughs> You're like me. I'm like very, very curious. I'm like, I want to yes. know all the things. I'm constantly <laughs> listening to audiobooks and podcasts. And my husband's yep. like, don't you get tired of just constantly listening? To I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> there's you know, so I, much I want to know. So much. And there's so many different directions I want to take with this business too. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, short and struggle. And I, I kind of left it at that because there's so many struggles. It's not just divorce or being single mom, other struggles that we all experience. And so I'm hoping I can delve into a lot of other areas that I want to eventually um but yeah it's it can be a lot though I, I had to take a break for a little while I mean I was like okay the books are out of control I, <laughs> I don't even I can't read this many books like what am I doing but um but it's good to have you know I mean I, I will read them all I'll get through them all one day I know I think I saw a meme it's like I bought another book for my bedside table <laughs> Well, and everyone, I think, I think my sister was like, don't you think you read something that's not a self-help book? I'm like, I don't, what is that? What, are, what, what is it? I mean, all what I know else is, is out there. <laughs> what else could there be? But, you know, oh, it was just where that. I was at the time. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep, for sure. Yeah. Well, if, if we're speaking to women who are going through this, you know, what are some tips you would leave them with? Um, so one of the main tips is just don't be so hard on yourself. Mm. I mean, I do think that was for me, the worst part, the guilt was the worst part because, and it honestly, I still struggle with it. Um, again, my sister will come in and be like, you can't control that. You got to let that go. Um, so I, that is the, the, you're going to heal faster and get through the process faster. If you don't beat yourself up. Yep. I mean, that is to me, the biggest part of it. Um, get financial help any way that you can. Um, I, I told you earlier, I was fortunate enough to work for Ameriprise and the people that I work for helped put me on a budget. I've never put myself on a budget, never been in a budget. I didn't even know what a, I mean, I knew what a budget was, but, yeah. you know, I didn't want to touch it with a 10 foot pole, but um, <laughs> they made me do it. And that's a process too. I mean, it took me almost a year to get down a really good budget. Uh, but yeah. That's huge. Um, if you can get someone to help you with that. Um you know, what's the other one that really is important to me? Oh, the, the social part, the support. You've got to go oh, out gosh, and yeah. get the support. Whether it's it's not easy, but people, it's amazing to me how much I used to not like people, <laughs> how much I love people now, because people want to help. They want yeah. to be there for you. And these groups are made for that. And they are warming and welcoming. And, and you can cry and you can be you. And and you're still cared for and loved and supported. Yep. And it's amazing just as you are. Yeah. It's just, I wish I had done that earlier. Um, you know, that would have helped a lot. So yeah, those three things, get the support, social support, get help with finances and just don't beat yourself up because you know, that, that doesn't help you heal with the process yeah. as you could. Well, yeah. don't be so hard on yourself is something we all need to tell ourselves every day. Every day. I still do. Gosh. Yep. Yeah, for sure. 
Oh, well, this was such a delight. So tell us where we can find you, because I know people will listen to this and want to connect with you. Oh, thanks. I think shorten the struggle um, at gmail.com is my email. I'm just going to start the social media. Honestly, I'm, I mean, I've never been a big social media person. I am one of those people who doesn't scroll a lot. I don't want to, to see it all the time. <laughs> so um, I am going to start. Uh, uh, I've got it shortened the struggle on um, Instagram as well, but I haven't really started that yet. So shorten the struggle at gmail.com is the best place to reach me. Awesome. And my name is Kathy Benton, and I'm happy to help in any way that I can. Like I said, I won't be able to help through the divorce process until April of 2023. Um, once the certification is complete, but up until well, that's that, only a couple months away so i know i know i'm excited very this exciting has been fun thank you for having no, me. no kathy thank you so much thanks for your for sharing like you did and for all your wisdom of course anytime thank you so much for listening i'll see you back here next week and make sure to share the episode with a friend that would enjoy the conversation we just had Also, join the Wine After Work Facebook group to connect with other like-minded women.